welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official book of the Marvel Universe of the Guest and talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who's ripping fat clouds, Daniel. Ready to talk about that devilish dinosaur, Jesse. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I set it up for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay, today we're talking about Dr. Bog. Nice. <laughs> so, if you were to create a character named Dr. Bong, what would you do? Uh, I mean, it, it would just be, you know, a walking bong. Um, it doesn't have to be creative. I mean, it's all there in the name. Uh, I will say that it's not that. Wait a it's... minute. Is Oh, wait. No, I know this guy. He's the clock dude, isn't he? I mean, not Dr. really a bong. clock. Like, not a bing clock. bong, bing bong, bing <laughs> bong, bing bong. I mean, more of a, like a buff <laughs> bell oh, dude. Oh, sorry. Bellman. Not, yeah, the other thing that goes bong. God, that, that's a very stupid character. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was literally created in Howard the Duck, so... Okay, it's like, from neck down, he's, uh... I mean, he's like a, the, the hangman from Watchmen, or, uh... You know, another character that's got that kind of big buff hero look, and then from the neck up, he is just the Liberty Bell. Well, I mean, he doesn't have a crack in him. I mean, you know, it could be on the backside. I mean, I mean, I, he doesn't have a crack in him. This could be the crack. This could be from before the Liberty Bell got cracked. Or it, he wouldn't be able to do the bong noise if it had a crack because it wouldn't reverberate correctly. Because I mean, he's um, an alien from the planet of the Liberty Bell where it didn't get cracked, but nah. became a superhero instead. I mean, more of a villain, but whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, do, do you want to guess what Dr. Bong's real name is? Graham Bell. No, no, it's, uh, Lester Verde. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, well, pretty normal name. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, if you want to see what Dr. Bong looks like, you could go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so, uh, occupation, former reporter. Rock music, rock music critic, mm. and a performer in a rock band. Now a genetic engineer. That's a hard pivot. I was waiting for where the doctor was kind of come in. I was about to comment that none of those require a doctorate, but there we go. But again, yeah. a very strange and hard pivot. Yeah. Uh. So it's a citizen. So he's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record, secret identity, no other known aliases. Birthplace unrevealed. Middle status. Formerly married. Um, known relatives, Dr. Verde, mother. Uh, Beverly Switzer, ex-wife, and the Bong Quintets. Oh, boy. Sons. Oh, boy. He does yeah. have big divorce dad energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the divorced dad that never learned what a bong was, and it was just like, yeah, that's what a bell makes, right? This is how a bell makes. This is what the kids are into, right? Bells? 
Yeah. Bing bong. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're always talking about taking hits, hits, hits off the bong. That's like, you know, that, that's a thing, right? Bells? Yeah. Uh, so, group affiliation, none. Base of operations, a castle that moves between a location on an island in the Antarctic Ocean and a site in the Himalayan mountains. Just kinda, those two spots? Yeah, it's just kind of moves in between. And uh, the first appearance when, is in Howard the Duck, issue number 15. Both those locations you listed for that castle aren't places where castles traditionally are built. So, like, what's the deal? I mean, what, how else are they going to do it? You know, it just floats. Floating castle. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a pretty good cover. It's a... It's a Gene Colan cover, so it's going to be good most of the time. But you have Beverly and Howard and, I guess, Quicksand, and they're just like, oh, no, and then Dr. Bong is just like, I'm going to get you. I have a bell for a head. And, and the cover copy is, trapped in a world he never made, Howard the Duck. Welcome to the Mediterranean's last resort. And then it has the mysterious uh, island of Dr. Ball. That's what I call my house, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. There we go. So Lester Verde was an overweight child who was a victim of continuous bullying from his schoolmates. On one occasion, Lester went to his mother for solace, telling her, They made fun of me. They called me names. They're all a bunch of monkey mouths. Strangely enough, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Verde thought that monkey mouths was a very original and funny expression and complimented Lester on it, saying, You know, I wanted to be a writer when I was growing up. If I had your talent for making up n- names, I would have probably been the pen is mightier than the sword, you know. This hackneyed observation had a profound effect on young Lester, who raced upstairs and began writing. Invictus against his tormentors. He's so good at writing, and that's why he came up with the name Dr. Bong. Well, to be fair, it was hackneyed. It was just like, yo. Well, no, the mom's expression was hackneyed. Yeah, but see, but he's a dumb child, and that to heart. I I guess also the mom has an issue with taste levels, because Monkey Mouth isn't very funny or (laughs) clever either, so I guess I see your point. Yeah. Um... (laughs) In third grade, Lester went on a field trip to the offices of his local newspaper and decided to become a reporter in order to wield power over others in his, with his writing. Uh, years later, Verde became a, journalist, a journalism student in college, intent on making a career out of sensationalist stories. After his teacher, the one Professor Fergan, challenged Verde's journalistic ethics in class, the vengeful student wrote an expose in the new school paper, accusing him of an involvement in a drug scandal. In fact, Virgin had obtained an illegal drug for the first time in his life to keep him awake while writing an important paper under deadline. But Verde wrote the article in such a way to make Virgin's offense seem far more serious, and as a result, the ensuing scandal of the ensuing scandal. Fergan lost his tenure and was even divorced. Has, has Dr. Bong ever fought Spider-Man? 
I don't know. He hasn't I shown up like, in a lot. I feel like he would make a really good Spider-Man villain. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. He's like an evil reporter who's also a bell. Like, that just screams Spider-Man to me. You can't, you can't tell me you can't see J. Jonah Jameson hiring this guy to slander Spider-Man in his paper. And Peter's like, that's wrong. And then a new villain shows up, and it's Dr. Bong. And, I mean, that's no stupider than the Shocker, so, like, it's fine. Um, but the Shocker is the Jeb Bush of, of Spider-Man villains, and I have to respect him. <laughs> uh, no, but I will say that not now because J. Jonah Jameson is like Spider-Man's biggest fan and often gets in his way. But Spider-Man has to save him a lot. We'll see how long that lasts. It's been lasting for about two years now. It's been, it's a pretty good dynamic, actually. I like it a lot. It's fun. Um, if you want, you know, if you want to read like a pretty good one, it's uh, my dinner with Spider-Man. It's, it's like, it's like just, you know, just Spider-Man sitting down with... Well, it Dota. sounds like they need a new inflammatory journalist to uh, cover J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson's spot, and I know just the doctor. While in college, Verde also took a life-drawing lesson, which his fellow students, Beverly Switzer, served as a model on four occasions. Infatuated with Switzer, Verde had avoided women who, sorry, Verde, who had avoided women before now, except for his mother, Borschley tried to pick Switzler up, only to be angrily rejected. Again seeking revenge, Verde informed his parents of Switzler's boyfriend, David, about their son's revelation, about their son's relationship with her, portraying it in a lurid, and portraying it in lurid terms. David's parents forced him to leave school. And David subsequently died in a car wreck while driving back to school through a blizzard to visit Swistler. After the college Verde, after college, Verde made a career as an investigative journalist for various tabloids, dealing with alleged scandals. Verde's fantasized that his growing fame would impress Swistler, but heard nothing from her. In fact, she had long ago forgotten him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he decided to change careers and hoping to attract her notice and notice and became a rock uh, music uh, critic for a Midwestern newspaper. I'm, I'm sorry. See, he's also an incel. Like what better perfect modern supervillain could you think of? We need this man back right now. This is the year. Yep. Hashtag bring back Dr. Bong. Everyone tweeted out. So, hoping to become a celebrity through his writing, Verde managed to become a performer with Mildred with Mildred Horitz in his band, um, a popular rock group known for their spectacular stage shows. Verde planned to write a book exposing the band as alleged purveyors of decadence. <laughs> what? What? Hey, 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 bro! That's what are you talking? That's what rock. We're supposed to do. Uh, is that supposed to be like a euphemism for being gay? Maybe. That's the no. only thing I can think of. No, it's just it that they be. like to party. It's like they like to party and do vice, like they have vices, which is what rock, what rock and roll is known for. Yeah, it's. 
kind of yeah. a requirement if you're going to be in a rock band. Also, these cowards didn't tell us the name of the rock band. Yeah. Could have made it like a weird like spelling Motley Crew, like Motley Crew, but with an actual W at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um. So significantly, can significantly considering Verde's later career, large bells were tolled on stage during the band's shows. Verde played the Easter Bunny in the show, a symbol of innocence that the band pretended to try to kill on stage with mock fights. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, this band sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Um, so they're just giant bells tolling as they try to beat up the Easter Bunny? It sounds great. Uh, one night, however, that. the fight went out of control, and Verde's left hand accidentally s- severed by the prop guillotine used on screen. They had a guillotine? This rules. What? Let's learn this more about rules. this band. I'm telling you, both this band and Dr. Bong need to be brought back. Hashtag bring back Dr. Bong. Let's do it, folks. Yet nothing more had been revealed about Lester Verde becoming costume criminal Dr. Bong, hence it's unknown how or why Verde adopted his costume persona, or how he gained his extraordinary knowledge of genetic engineering and sonics. Oh, I thought you were going to say of bells. Well, that's part of it. Some years later, Dr. Bong captured Beverly Switzer and her companion, the sentient other-dimensional waterfowl, Howard the Duck, while they are on a cruise in the Atlantic Ocean. So this incel literally hunted down the woman who he tried <laughs> to be fair if a girl rejected me and then dated an alien duck i would also probably okay 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 with a bell theme okay technically not dating it's like a weird weird they want they but they don't date they're kind of just like really good friends that stay around each other all the time bong held them prisoner at his castle which at first was situated on an island in the Atlantic, but somehow was transported to a site in the Himalayas with Switzer. Uh, well, sorry, still obsessed with Switzer. Uh, Dr. Bong demanded that she agree to marry him, or else he would kill Howard. Switzer agreed, but Bong nevertheless used his skill at genetic manipulation to transform Howard into a human being, albeit one with only four digits on each hand. For Bong what then- reason? Because he's from, like, a funny animal planet that has, that's a cartoon, cartoon, you know, funny animal comics, girl cartoons, but he turned turned him into a cartoon person, But because he's not from this world, and he's from a cartoon planet filled with funny animals, like the genre, funny animal comics. Why turn him into a person? Why not? Well, if I were worried about the girl of my dreams uh, having relations with a duck, I would not then turn him into something that's easier to have relations with, is all I'm saying. I feel like you don't understand Dr. Pong. I feel like you might be right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Bong then forced a sea captain to marry him to Switzler. Um, Howard escaped Bong's castle and it eventually regained his original avian form. As for Switzler, Bong never consummated his marriage with her, preferring to spend his night reciting Edgar Allan Poe classic 
poem, The Bells, wearing a suit of armor filled with weaponry, Howard did finally battle with Dr. Pong, who easily defeated their courageous bird. This guy would fit in Spider-Man so well. He just changed the girl to Mary Jane and everything fits. And he's just this weird incel bell-themed supervillain who's also an evil journalist. This would be so good. Marvel, get at me. Take it, take it up with Nick Spencer or, or someone. Hashtag the, bring back Dr. Bong. Start, We're going to get it start, trending, everyone. So Switzler, however, surreptitiously used Bong's own laboratory to create five infant clones of the insane geneticist from one of Bong's to- uh, no-clippings. Who she called the Bong Quartets. Switzler then confronted Bong and demanded that he spare Howard's life or else she would publicly accuse Bong of being a negligent father towards his children. Unwilling what? to see his <laughs> unwilling to see his image besmirched. Bong teleported Switzler and Howard to his from his Himalayan castle back to Cleveland where they lived. Okay, two things there. One, so the sea captain was in the Himalayas. I didn't get that wrong. Sure. Great. <laughs> two. I'm sorry. What? So the the forced marriage thing was like fine. No one's gonna object to that. But negligent father to these evil clone babies I just made. Now I got you. Yeah. From the castle in the Himalayas, where you can get that press release. Right quick, just out there. Yeah. The sea captain will take it when he leaves to get back to his boat in the Atlantic. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I'm glad that's all sorted then. Oh, also Perfect. I didn't say when this came out. It was it was Howard the Duck issue number fifteen in August nineteen seventy seven. The island of Dr. Bong. Yeah, that's what it was called. That's what yes. it's called. Yep. Okay, um, so, yeah, so we took custody of the quintets and had cared for them ever since. Presumably the marriage to Switzerland was annulled. Nothing had been heard of Dr. Bong since his last confrontation with Howard until he clashed unsuccessfully with Jennifer Walters, the She-Hulk. So he tried to fight the She-Hulk, and of course he lost. That makes sense. Um, again, once again, all all I really have to say is hashtag bring back Doctor Bong. Well, um, he was in he was in Deadpool multiple times. Deadpool's just Spider Man with guns. So again, okay, so, oh, please, I can't get that much hate. <laughs> okay, so so saying that uh the Star Wars Christmas special is better because of the horny Chewbacca is. Less controversial than saying Deadpool is Spider-Man with guns. Yeah. Also, I've uh, I'm I'm gonna get it trending. It's starting. Okay. Okay. D- do it. Um. Well. Uh. So he's six two or six eight with a helmet. Weighs two seventy five. Oh, sorry, weighs two twenty five. But I don't. Um. Has blue eyes, reddish blonde hair. He does like you know intensive regular exercise. You can tell because like he's real buff. Um, no, no superhuman powers, but he does have like knowledge of genetic engineering, advanced far beyond the scope of contemporary mainstream science. Using his knowledge to transform normal animals into sentient 
semi-humanoid beings, somewhat like the high evolutionary new men. Okay, and, listen, uh, l- listen, animal villains, check. Genetic, uh, geneticist, that's just like the jackal, check. Uh, evil reporter, check. Obsessed with a woman, check. I mean, I'm taking a lot of boxes for a Spider-Man villain, I'm just saying. Well, you just get it, get it going. Get, get a crowd <laughs> swell, maybe someone will do it. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, he created clones and transformed, uh, sentient extra dimensional duck into a human being. He also has advanced knowledge of Sonics. Um, so Dr. Bog also wears like a a helmet shaped like a bell. He wears a large metal, uh, ball in place of his severed left hand by striking the ball against his helmet. I'm sorry, his what? His severed left hand. When did that happen? Oh, wait, sorry, the guillotine, guillotine. that's right. Yeah, the guillotine, remember? Jesus, there's so much going on with this guy. (laughs) Uh, Yep, um, so, he, uh, yeah, but he, he, when he strikes the large metal ball against, uh, his helmet, he creates sonic vibrations, which can produce a variety of effects. The vibrations can, for example, have concussive force. Enough to instill or paralyze the living being temporarily by creating a near impenetrable sonic barrier, or teleport Bong and someone else in this vicinity to another location. So, hey, presum- you know what? That all checks out to me. Yep. Presumably, vibrations trigger like a teleportation device. It do not and do not perform the teleportations themselves. Uh, cowards, maybe it does. Um, right. It is not known how Bong projects himself from the advert protects himself from the adverse effects of these vibrations. I don't know. Maybe if he has like a helmet, he thought of maybe he thought of that. Maybe he thought of it. He certainly seems like a guy who thinks things through. <laughs> he definitely does. Uh, so Dr. Bong possesses teleport. Rotational equipment powerful enough to transport an entire castle over vast distances. You can also create a highly effective illusions through unknown means, perhaps involving holography. He also uses pr- principal device. He also refers to his principal device for genetic mu- uh, manipulation as his evolutionary chamber, or sorry, Evo, evo chamber. Using it, he could transform animals into one species to another, or give an animal humanoid characteristics or create clones from cell samples and accelerate their aging and growth processes so they can change from zygotes to infants and clones another big part of spider-man lore clones so there we go another box uh some would say some of the worst parts of (laughs) spider-man involves clones but you know yeah but that's dr bong jesse hear me out i got a pitch for you all right Dr. Bong as a Spider-Man villain, and he's also Shocker's dad. Think about it. You see, the Shocker actually respects people. That's why he's such a disappointment to Dr. Bong. I didn't say it's a good relationship. They're both (laughs) supervillains, but they hate each other. See, like, the Shocker is actually, you know, as I said, he's the Jeb of Spider-Man villains. Uh, Imagine the Shocker having to team up with Spider-Man to fight his dad, Dr. Bong. Is that not a great storyline you'd love to read? 
I think you'd have to rewrite some of Shocker's uh, backstory, but That's sure. That's fine. Comics, you can retcon <laughs> things all day. Uh, also, I think Shocker was is an older character than Dr. Bog. Uh, a wizard did it. <laughs> okay. When they <laughs> fell through the time stream slip in the space of the aliens, then the Infinity Stones and now Dr. Bong is Shocker's dad. Cool. Yep. Yep. You know, you could just have Dr. Bog and Sp- uh, fight Spider-Man and Shocker is involved. Or it could be Shocker's dad and he's disappointed in Shocker. Or it could just be... They're both Sonic villains. It would be so good. Yeah, but okay, but here... Okay. Never like, mind. Why did you make this crappy suit, son? I built you a bell just like mine. <laughs> no, you can't pick him as dad. I refuse. I refuse. Put on the so, bell, shocker. No, we're done. We're done. And what you could have been like, plug? I even picked out a supervillain name for you. You could be Dr. Bing, and I'll be Dr. Bong. Say your plugs. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Bing, you don't have a doctor unlike me. Because you went to prison. Uh, so my plugs, um, I've started a hashtag, hashtag bring back Dr. Bong. It's a growing movement to bring back uh, an iconic supervillain to the modern era. So please join along and tweet with me. My name is uh, Jesse. I have another podcast called Alphabet. No, this is this one. Uh, <laughs> called Over in Smith, where me and my co-host Faith um, read Lovecraft stories in somewhat chronological order. And we like kind of discuss it and stuff. So, uh, this is, uh, oh, if you want to see the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. If you feel like supporting me, uh, monetarily, you can go to, uh, patreon.com slash Alphabet Flight, which will, um, you know, give me some money because, you know, that's cool, you know? Uh, that's, that's all I have to really say. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mr. Bing and Dr. Bong think about it. <laughs>